where bad people buy flowers. There are awkward thorns, the waters is brown, scissors blunt, cellophane stained, and several blooms need dead heading. Little angels' gems on the station forecourt, it's where bad people buy flowers. Bernard is the last man to step off the train at the end of the line. The newspaper kiosk is closed already, but little angel gems is open for its last customer of the day. Bernard takes a wrap of roses with a little smile and the station falls into darkness. It is a short walk home, but the flowers leak a little water up his sleeve. The train was on time. Tea will be on time. Sarah has his tea ready. Lemon sole, new potatoes, carrots and peas. Bernard hands Sarah the flowers, sits and begins his meal, while she places the roses in the vase, as she has done so many times before. Did you see them? asks Bernard. Of course, I'll not forget, replies Sarah in a sort of matter-of-fact tone as she stands back to admire the crimson blooms. Lovely fish, Bernard comments. Bertie's joining the shoot tomorrow. You like Bertie. Now, now, replies Sarah, slightly coyly, you'll not be my matchmaker. Would I sell you off, would I? (laughs) Bernard is hungry and quickly demolishes his tea as Sarah stares at the TV, which isn't on. Soon, Sarah realises Bernard has finished his tea and cleans his plate away. He slumps into the old armchair like a walrus, just able to reach over to pick up the telegraph and the whiskey bottle. He calls to Sarah, she's washing up. How were they? Fine. You took the flowers? asked Bernard. Yes, I took flowers and cleaned off pigeon poo from Daddy's stone. They send their love. Good, good, Bernard responds, searching for his crossword pencil. Do they miss us? Surely they do, but not as much as I miss them, Sarah laments. Neither speaks as Sarah finishes washing up and places crockery and cutlery in their respective drawers. Bernard hears a snap of Sarah's marigold gloves as she takes them off and turns them outside out with a flourish. She enters the lounge. Not a minute goes by when I'm not missing them, Sarah says sadly as she takes up a position on the sofa near Bernard. Bernard quickly folds his paper and leans in towards Sarah. We had to do it, he whispers. We'd been homeless, penniless, Bernard adds with authority. I know, I know. Bernard pours himself another large whisky. Sarah frowns. I wish you wouldn't drink quite so much. It fills up that hole in my head, replies Bernard. What about mine? 
retorts Sarah. What about the growing chasm in my head, big enough to lose myself in? Bernard leans over and strokes Sarah's hand. We both know (laughs) you're the strong one, Bernard says as a comfort to Sarah, but only comforts himself. Look, the holes in Mummy's head and Daddy's head, well, they were big enough for them to fall through. We just made what was inevitable, inevitable, to protect them. The house, our inheritance. So you could go shooting and fishing with Bertie and his ilk? asked Sarah, in a matter-of-fact kind of way. To preserve everyday normality. That's all, replies Bernard, thinking he might struggle with his words if he imbibes another mouthful of scotch. That's why I see them every day, says Sarah. Normality. Vicar Hopkins is ever so understanding. He agrees with me. Fresh flowers are most important. The sun was shining down this morning. The stone was gleaming. In loving memory, adored by the twins, their daughter Sarah and son Bernard. What lovely words. So, a battle on for them, to bring them fresh flowers every day. And of course, I'll be up there this Sunday to give them both a great big old hug. "'smiles Bernard reassuringly. "'He downs his glass of whisky, "'and the hole inside him is nearly filled.'